Now, today's message is titled, Get Connected to the Power of God. Everybody say it with me. Get connected to the power of God. Get connected to the power of God so that your destiny will be better. What am I saying? That you, there is a need for you, for you to excel, for you to discover your destiny, for you to become what God wants you to be. You need to connect yourself with the power of God. How many of you have laptops or phones? How many of you? How do you get your phones or laptops working for you? How do you get them continuously working for you? You need to constantly power your phone. If you don't power them, it will go off. And all the calls, all the good news that people want to give to you, you will not be able to assess them. So without the power, you can't assess your email, you cannot assess your test messages, you cannot assess whatever. The person might have sent it two weeks ago, but still, you cannot assess them. The same way, without the power of God in your life, you cannot assess every useful information God wants to give to you. Including the blessings. Including whatever you expect from God. Amen. Now turn with me to First Samuel. First Samuel chapter 9. We're reading from verse 1 to 3. First Samuel chapter 9. There was a man of Benjamin whose name was Kish, the son of Abiel, the son of Zorah, the son of Bachorat, the son of Aphia, a Benjamite, a mighty man of power. And he had a choice and a handsome son whose name was Saul. There was not a more handsome person than he among the children of Israel. From his shoulders upwards, he was taller than any of them. Now, the donkeys of Kish, Saul's father, were lost. And Kish said to his son, Saul, please take one of the servants with you and arise go and look for the donkeys amen the bible is saying that mr kish had a son called saul and saul 
You know, reading from the account, the father was a very successful man, rich man, by all standards, because he had servants. But the Bible says, among all Israel, there was not a young man handsome like Saul. He was very handsome. Not only handsome, the Bible says he was taller than all the men. In fact, even from his shoulders. It means Saul has some qualities far above all the men of Israel. Very handsome. I believe that the ladies were dying. They were dying to have Saul as their beloved. Everybody would, oh, this, oh, the day this young man will propose to me. Some were fasting, some were praying. But the interesting thing, this handsome young man, that all Israel, they agree, this young man, anytime they see this young man, wow, he's very handsome. But do you know why? In his father's house, he was reduced to a domestic helper. Now the sad incident. And just imagine such a young man. If there are missing donkeys, the father sent him to go and look for missing donkeys. And then he was all over the place looking for missing donkeys. But God have destined that this young man should become a king over Israel. But he was reduced to looking for missing donkeys. And he went out. His father sent him. He went out. And always when it comes to before you can get connected to the power of God, sometimes something will be missing in your life. And that will, will orchestrate your move of looking for God. There are people that think that it's not important. Why should I go to church every Sunday? Why should I pray? It's not part of me. That's not my way. That's not my thought. And that's how some people think. Some, some think it's a waste of time to go to church, to fast. And why, why should I be doing all this? Amen. Then after searching, after searching for several days, they couldn't find the donkey. They came to a place where Samuel, the man of God, was staying. But the servant said, there's a man of God in this city. Let's go to verse 7. The same place, verse 7. I'm building the foundation of this message. Verse 7, 6 and 7. And he said to him, look now. There is in this city a man of God, 
and he is an honorable man. Now take note here. A man of God. He is honorable man. Not just a man of God. We have men of God. We have men of God with integrity. We have some men of God who are rascals. We have men of God who are notorious. We have men of God who are criminals. Amen. And the Bible says in verse 7, uh, okay, the same 6, and he said to him, look now, there is in this city a man of God, and he is an honorable man. All that he says surely come to pass. So let us go there. Perhaps he can show us the way that we should go. Then Saul said to his servant, But look, if we go, what shall we bring the man? For the bread in our vessels is all gone, and there is no present to bring to the man of God. What do we have? And the servant answered Saul again and said, Look, I have here at hand one fourth one fourth of a shekel of silver. I will give that to the man of God to tell us our way. Hallelujah. You know, they have been brought up as Israelites that you don't have to appear before a man of God empty-handed. And it, it, it was a good tradition to know. And so, he said, well, I have a shekel here, a quarter of a shekel here. We can give that one to the man of God. Amen. And when he went there to inquire, the man of God saw Saul. And he said, God spoke to him. This is the one. I want you to anoint and the king over Israel. Look, a contact with a source of power, a contact to a man of God with integrity is a source of power that will empower your destiny. It will bring you to your worthy place. It will bring you to all that God has designed for you. And sometimes people don't know that it's important to have a source of power. And they just roaming about. You have Muslims using Malans as their source of power. Sometimes you have unbelievers, they have a source of power, a demonic force of power. They go to the fetish priest. They go to um, occultic people to look for power. But thank God for Jesus. Jesus is the source of our power. I say Jesus is the source of our power. In Luke chapter 10 verse 19, he said, Behold, I give you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions. 
and upon all the powers of the enemy and nothing by any means will hurt you. So when you come to Jesus, he gives you power. When you come to Jesus and every man of God that you will go to and he will not lead you to Jesus, that man of God is fake. If any man of God tells you he has power to do this and that, just leave him. Don't waste your time. Amen. Because all powers were given to Jesus. When Jesus resorted, he said, all powers have been given to me. Both in heaven and earth. In 1 Samuel chapter 10, verse 1. Then Samuel took a flux of oil and poured it on his head. And kissed him. And said, is it not because the Lord has anointed you commander over his inheritance. This young man in the spiritual realm, God has made him a commander of his, him, uh, over his inheritance. But because he was not connected to the power of God, he was just roaming about. People were just admiring him. As oh a handsome young man. But all that he was doing. Taking care of donkeys. And horses. And, and just working. And the Bible says. When Samuel anointed him. Until the power of God. You come into contact. With the power of God, your destiny will still be in obscurity. The enemy can play with it. I pray that whatever that God has designed for you will come to pass. That the devil cannot change your destiny. The devil cannot foul your destiny. The devil cannot destroy what God has put into your hands. Receive them in the name of Jesus. So he anointed him and said, God has made you a commander over his inheritance. Verse 2. When you have departed from me today, you will find two men by Rahel's tomb in the territory of Benjamin at Salsa and they will say to you the donkeys which you went to look for have been found this young man went out looking for donkeys missing donkeys but God used that to orchestrate him so that he can get connected to the power of God to the source that will prop up his destiny. And so, for the missing donkeys, sometimes in your life, things will be missing. 
things may not go wrong and that will bring you in contact to Jesus. That will help you to search for Jesus and look for God. And this is exactly what happened. And by orchestration, until he came to the source of the power of God, there are some friendships. You see, we have acquaintances. You know, people you knew. You were born. You are born in a family. How many of you grew up with your cousins, with your aunties? How many of you? Yeah, I did. Your siblings. These are your acquaintances. Amen. People that, oh yeah, we are all there. They know you. Sometimes when they see you, they call you. No matter, you may be a professor, but they will call you Kweku. You may be a doctor. They won't call uh, Dr. So-so-and-so. Oh, Jane. Because they know you. They know your beginning. But I'm here to tell you, promotion is coming to you now. God is taking you from your acquaintance to a new level. And I see that coming to you now. Receive it now. In the name of Jesus. You know, and, and when you get connected to the power of God, what God does, he brings you from your acquaintances, he brings you to your associate. Associates are people you may not know, you've not met in your life, but they come around you as brothers, as sisters in Christ, as, as pastors. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It means you have been transited from one point that have been transitioned. You know, from one point to another. Because with acquaintance, no matter how you rise, they still look at you just like, oh, I, and then answer, oh, that, that's how they call Amen. But your associate will respect you. I know a man that one of his sons became a medical doctor. And, and, and when, when he was alive, anytime he is sick, he will not allow the son. Oh, you, you, no, 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 no. The man has his own doctor, an old doctor. And you all the time go to that doctor. Even though the son knew more than, he said, oh, oh you, yeah. Uh, your, your, your medicine. Uh, I mean, today's medicine. No, these are the real doctors. Amen. It's because the man familiarity. And one day, the son performed a surgery, you know, on the man's best friend at the hospital. The man even didn't know that he was the one who was going to do the surgery. When the film, then he walked in. Say, so are you going to perform this? Say yes. And he did a perfect job. So when he came home and the man came to visit, 
He came on visit. Then he said, Hey, Kwabla, your son. Hey. He said, Which my son? The doctor. He's the one who worked on me. Hey. May God bring you to a situation who will honor you, who will not refer to your past, who will not see you as a kid, but the elevation that God has brought to you. Sometimes, even when you are elevated, your own brothers, sisters, they can't just accept you, they look to you differently. May God connect you to the source of your victory. And the source of your victory is Jesus Christ. The source of your power is your divine connection. Jacob was known as a notorious boy. His own brother Esau used to call him supplanter. Supplanter. I don't know the three words for some planter. Amen. Okay, it could be Osisifo. His brother had no respect for him. Jacob's image and integrity was nothing to be written off. Until he had encounter with God. And that is why you as a person must constantly connect to the source of your power. And that's God. The word of God. Turn with me to Genesis. In Genesis 28 verse 18. Then Jacob rose early in the morning and took the stone that had, he had put at his head, set it up as a pillar, and poured oil on top of it. And he called the name of that place Peter. But the name of that city had been loose previously. Then Jacob made a vow saying, if God will be with me and keep me in this way that I that I am going and give me bread to eat and clothing to put on so that I come back to my father's house in peace. Then the Lord shall be my God and this stone which I have set as a pillar shall be God's house and of all that you give me, I will surely give a tent to you. Amen. You know the story how Jacob slept in the place, had a dream, and he saw angels ascending and descending. And there was a ladder standing. And God was at the top of the ladder. Ladder means progression in life. When, and God was telling Jacob through this dream, now that you've connected with me, you will progress in life. May you progress in life. You don't have to come to the Lord and you are still the same. 
there must be a progression. And when Jacob woke up, he said, Surely God is in this place. And I did not know. And from that time, Jacob went through series of tests. He went through all kinds of cheating. But so, he became rich. Because his source was God. May your source be God. Years ago, I know a certain friend, he used to have a ring in his hand. And anytime you are talking to him, he'll be turning the ring. Sometimes he will change the positions of the ring. Then I asked him, what, what, what is this thing for? Hey, hey you, you don't have any power. You need some power that should protect you. And I, I remember I laughed. I, I said, no, but this, this ring, what can it do? If at that time I even didn't know the Lord. I wasn't all that. I was just a church goer. But he so much believed in it. Protected. Until one day the ring got missing. Amen. And he started crying. How he got the ring through a certain man. That man connected him to his guru. And all kinds. He, he was just crying like a baby because of a missing ring. Thank God our God cannot. You cannot misplace God. Hallelujah. He's there forever. Receive the power from God. Receive power from God. You should know God and his power. He is the source of your strength. He is the source of your sources. He is the source of your triumph. If you know God as the source of your power. So Jacob connected to God. His uncle was another Wyoming Laban. A very devious man. But because Jacob knew God, he was all the time beating the uncle to his own game. Whatever that anyone would throw against you, may you triumph. May you triumph. And that's why you need to all the time pray. Read your Bible. Feed from your source. And God will honor you. Don't ever get connected from your source of power. Years ago, there was a young man in our ministry. He was doing well. God was. Until I sent him to a place. And he thought now he's living in overseas. So he's better. 
in a better place. And he cut off from me. And that was the beginning. Amen. I said, well, I don't have anything. But whatever I know, I've taught you. And that should be enough for you. You don't have to cut off from the source of your power. And that is God. No matter what, things may happen. But you must do everything to stay connected to your source of power. You must do everything possible to stay connected to the source of your power. It's the source of your progress. It's the source of your prosperity. It's the source of your peace. It's a source of your joy. Now let's come back to first Samuel chapter 15. In verse 1, now Saul has become a king and reigning. That was his rightful place. He's now on the throne. He had a lot of people following him. And God gave a message through the same man of God who brought his promotion to pass. In verse 1, Samuel also said to Saul, the Lord sent me to anoint you king over his people, over Israel. Now therefore heed the voice of the words of the Lord. Thou says the Lord of hosts, I will punish Amalek for what he did to Israel, how he ambushed him on the way when he came up from Egypt. Now go and attack Amalek. Utterly destroy all that they have and do not spare them. But kill both men and women, infant, nursing child, ox, sheep, camel, and donkey. Now God spoke through Samuel, the same Samuel that God spoke through that make him a king, anointed him as a king. He said, go to Amalek. Go and kill everything living thing including women children and just imagine you going to war and indeed God gave him victory but he decided I think the man of God didn't hear that things were the instructions very well. After the men, we can kill them. Hey, but the women, we can marry them. Let's spare them and, and marry them. Maybe he saw how the women were crying and he, he felt, oh, let, let me spare them. And, and, the, and the sheep also and the cows. After all, we had to all the time spend money to buy some and then use them for sacrifice. 
So if we have this one free, let's do it that way. You see, when you begin to reason with the word of God, the Bible says, your ways are not my ways. Neither your thought, my thought. And so anytime you reason, when you are following a man of God and you begin to reason, you will get it wrong. Amen. So he changed it. And the Bible says, he came back and then Saul, Samuel, met Saul. said, oh, praise the Lord. Ah, today, God has given us victory. We had a great victory. It was so exciting. Then Samuel said, what about the sound of goats and the sheep I'm hearing? Oh, that one, the young man. It was the young man. A young man. Almost all mobile money by him pussy. You know, for sacrifice. And then someone said, What? What did God tell you? Then watch this. And then someone said, because you have disobeyed God, God has taken the kingdom from you and has given it to somebody else. So he tried to beg the man of God and got hold of his dress, you know, the gown. And the prophet moved and the gown tore. So just as you've torn my garment, the kingdom is also torn from you. When you stop connecting to the source of your victory, defeat is staring at you. There are some of us, after God has promoted us, will think it's by our own might. We think it's by our own abilities. But you should not forget something called grace. The grace of God. Whatever you are, is by grace. It's by grace. I was sharing something with the youth. So when we were in the Bible school, the most brilliant students we thought they were going to become, they have failed put all in ministry. Some of them don't even have a church. Because they thought they know too much. Stay connected to God. Stay connected to the source of your power. Stay connected. People who are not connected, they listen, they get angry, and they will leave church. You instruct them, they will never take it. They come to church at their own time. But they, are not, they don't care about what is going on. Once a while, they show up. 
Because they are not connected. You see, when a phone is not connected to your source, once a while you plug it, you see new things. Hey, Because you were not connected. You were not connected. You must stay connected in all things. No matter what you go through in life, stay connected. Stay connected. Stay connected. And when Saul, through this man of God, you got connected to God. Now the same man of God is giving you instructions. You don't want to take it. You go and do whatever you want. And finally, it came to a time he will pray God will not answer. So finally, he had to look for some fetish priests. Now he's going for a war, a very decisive war. And he was afraid because he felt God has rejected him. Never stop praying. Never stop reading the word of God. Never. You know, these 40 days, there are some of you who didn't do it because you don't stay connected and you don't even know what is going on. But we do all these things by the directions of God. It's by the directions of God. Now, finally, let's read this. In first. Samuel chapter 15 verse 23. For rebellion is a sin of witchcraft. When you rebel, you are in the church, you rebel. When we say rebellion, sometimes you rebel quietly in your heart. Nothing in the church excites you anymore. No program of the church that you follow, you've rebelled. You can even be in the church meetings all the time. But you don't move. You are not moved by anything. It's a rebellion. And it is like practicing witchcraft. You can rebel in paying your tithe. Me, I won't pay my tithe anymore. Because I'm angry. I won't pay my the other day, I went to a certain place for funeral, and one lady stepped out and said, do you know me? I said, no, no, no. I can't. He said, ah! Pastor Paul, so you've forgotten. I said, ah! I was in the church. They said, hey, because of this person, I left the church. I said, and so what? So I asked a question. Has it helped you? Oh, no, no, no. I want to come back. I said, you come. You come. So rebellion. Prayer, you won't pray. Because somebody in the church says something to you. So you've come to church. Let's pray. You won't pray. One, one, some time ago, I was trying to reconcile two members who were 
The other one said, during worship time, when I look at his face, I said, why? He said, when I see him lifting up, I said, what about you? You are looking at, what about you, the things that is going on in your heart? There are some of you, because of what your husband has done to you, when you come to church, you are angry with God. You don't say, connected. Or sometimes because of what your wife has done, you don't want to stay connected. Amen. Stay connected. For rebellion is and the sin of witchcraft and stubbornness is as iniquity and adultery. When you are stubborn, a stubborn Christian, a stubborn believer, it's just like you worshiping Oloku. It's just like you worshiping Akonade. Stubborn. And if God says that, the reason is that if you are not careful, it will end you the same way. It will end the same way. Let's go to, let's move on, 25. Let's go to 1 Samuel 28, verse 3. Now Samuel had died. The source of the power was gone. That source, instead of Saul reconnecting, The power was off. Amen. And all Israel had lamented for him and buried him in Ramah and in his own city. And Saul had put the mediums and the spirits out of the land. You see, when he was connected with God, he made sure the Juju men, he drove all of them out. The Malans, he drove all of them out. And all those occulted people, he drove everybody out. Now, you have driven all these people out. And you are not connected to God. What do you do? So finally, there's a war. And he was afraid. Verse 7. And verse 6. And when Saul inquired of the Lord, the Lord did not answer him. Either by dreams or by Urim or by the prophets. Now when he, he even prayed, there was no answer. Because he was not connected to the power of God anymore. He would go to the prophets. The prophets say, I have no word for you. The Urim which the priest used to communicate. Uh, we tried, uh, nothing is coming up. Hey, and I'm going for war. What shall I do? Then Saul said to his servants, Find me a woman who is a medium, that I may go to her and inquire of her. And his servant said to him, In fact, there is a woman who is a medium 
at Endor. You see, he drove all of them away. This juju man, he drove everybody, but some were hiding. His servants were even going there. So when he inquired, can I? Oh, <laughs> anyway, Nana, where the wawa came here? <laughs> we know a certain woman. And when he went there, the woman looked at the whole thing. He said, you are going to die. When you go to this woman, you won't come. But if he had gone to God, or even a man of God, and he had spoken, the man of God could have intervened through prayer. There could be intercession prayer. But the, this one, the woman said, and when the woman told the, the Bible said, he laid all night crying. All night crying. And when he went to the woman, Hey, the woman said, hey, Mira, Pacho, you know Saul has, and the Bible said, he disguised himself. When you are going to wrong places, you always do what? You disguise I know a certain man in my village. Anytime he's going to juju people, he'll wear women's kaba. He looks like Wayan Jose or Barbie. You disguise yourself. So you begin to roam about looking for prophets who will tell you things. Because you are no more connected to the power of God. And when he went to the battle, he died. And all his sons David was writing about it and he said the shield of Saul as if it was not anointed here is a man that was anointed connected to God but because he decided to stay off some of you don't know even coming to sit in the church and hear the word you don't know the things the angels of God are around you and, and there are some things, orchestrations, that they are dealing with it. In the name of Jesus, may the angels fight your battles for you. A woman came to church here. I saw her and I called her and I said, hey, you. I see some short human beings following you. And she didn't know. She didn't know in this church here. So I prayed for her. I prayed. I said, those spirits that are following you and trying to destroy it, whatever that you are doing from today, they cannot follow you anymore. What this? She closed from church and um, took a taxi to Abekan Junction where they had the peace effort. When he got down, then his her eyes were open and he saw them. He said about eight of them. And they were at the other side, say, You, and uh, you send her to the place. Uh, and you were seeing them. Whom do you think you are? You you see. And uh, you took us to that place. And you see what that man had done to you. They were on the other side. And they started throwing stones. This is not a tale. I'm telling you something really. 
So when she went home, she asked the mother, when I was young, did you take me to any place that they have dry spirits? He said, yes. You know, this your auntie was sick at, he mentioned a certain town in western region. He said, it's called Ajwa. And they went there. They went there and this man who was dealing with dwarf spirit, so occasionally he used to take them there. So, oh, I see. The power of God delivered her. And from that time, the thing that were happening stopped. May you stay connected with the power of God. Some of you don't know. You don't know even marrying a godly woman or godly man. The kind of connection, the thing that God has broken from your family, you have no idea. You have no idea. Marrying somebody, bringing you to church. You have no idea what the person had done to save you. You have no idea. May God bless you. Stay connected. In prayer, stay connected. For God has so many things for you. Receive the blessings of God. May the power of God continue to protect you and keep you. And may he cause his blessings to come upon you. Amen.